Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. I am joined by Christian Saez. Welcome back to an edition, a new edition. A new edition. Of Susan Saez. Yes, postseason version. Yes! We're almost there. I was just saying, it's almost time for the offseason, but we still got a lot of really good baseball left So much really good baseball. Yeah, of course, it's the offseason for our Rockies, yes. but we still have lots to talk about because we have a lot of significant former Rockies in the postseason. Yeah, of course. Um, we have some gold glove finalists. We're going to talk about that in a second. We are going to talk about our friends from the NL West. Mm-hmm. Love them. We're going to talk about the D-backs, of course. And uh, Did you prepare a rant on the Dodgers, I, or I, were you I, joking? I, I wasn't really prepared with a rant on the Dodgers, but don't get me wrong. I can go on a Dodger hate rant anytime <laughs> I want. I just, when you texted me last night, like, hey, you know, anything to talk about, I'm just like, I was feeling in the mood to just completely trash on the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um and, and there are some reasons behind it. So we can get into that a little later. We'll get into it in a little bit. You know, I did ask if you wanted to make a PowerPoint. Yes. It would have played. It, it would have played. <laughs> um, maybe I thought like a package. I could have done a Dodger hate package. Got back to my my news days for Wait, that I, one. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, sure, that would've, Actually. That would have been good. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe next time after the Dodgers lose another postseason run Shit, next year. Really funny. Um, but yes, that would have been good. I I love that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I would have played. It would have done well. Like, would it have played? We're having tough technical difficulties true, in like true. all of our studios today. It, it happens. We, it's that time of year. So fu- it's not that time of year. Mercury's not in retrograde right now. Okay, I guess it's not that time. It's of year. literally not it that, feels time, like of that time of year. But you know, <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> what do you know? No, you know a lot, Sometimes. and that is why we bring you in. Okay. That's good to know. Oh, oh my gosh. Wait, Marissa was so funny, though, before the show. And she was like, you can be as mean to him as yeah, you want. She she was feeling feisty this morning. She was very feisty. She was very feisty. She, she was like, please bully my husband. She was questioning what I was wearing on air, which is a plain black t-shirt with a hat. I feel like a normal outfit for on-air it's attire. and pretty normal outfit. It, yes. yes. Uh, and the bar set a little lower for men, which is unfortunate, but, you know. The bar is so low for yeah, men. Maybe I was exaggerating that one a little bit. Getting dressed is so yeah. low. <laughs> yes. It's Especially in this situation. I'm like, I, I, w- I wouldn't wear a suit and tie to come onto your show. No. Um, you could, actually. I could. Maybe next That would time. be, you know what, um, next, we'll figure out, we're going to have a dress-up day. Yes, there you go. I want to do a dress-up day. I want to do a show-and-tell day. I can bring my Rockies ha- tie into Ooh, the mix. Yes. I do have a Rockies tie. You so. know what? Honestly, that's so campy. It is. That's yes. so camp. It and is. camp is yeah. so in right now. It, it very much is. I would. And a little <laughs> pin, a little Rockies pendant. Yeah. We can we can figure it out. I uh, I freaking love it. Um, uh, Let me mute my phone. My family is, like, so chatty today. Hey, they're, they're watching. They're hanging out. 
<laughs> Marissa, Maybe. bro. She called you bro. Oh, she said I said bro. you look good. She, she called me bro. <laughs> to be honest, that's how that's what there is no like babe and sweetie in our relationship. It's just bro or dude. That, hey, hey, dude, can you uh, turn the lights off? You know, like, that's that's how it goes. You know why? Because you're both Tauruses. That is very true. You're both just so grounded. Yeah, that's true. I she always she always <laughs> says, you know, uh, like like I wear the pants in the relationship, but she picks them out. So. Oh, I like yeah. that. So that's that's kind of our guys come for the Rockies headlines. <laughs> Stay for the valuable marriage this advice. This is the relationship <laughs> advice that I'm giving out today. Yes, there's a balance there. This is some really good stuff. Um, all right. Well, we'll see if I have any reasons to bully you like Marissa really wanted me to. Sure. Um, be a cute couple. We, we got to talk about the biggest news in the Rockies world today, and that is the Rockies have Three gold glove finalists. We got that news yesterday. Very exciting. Brenton Doyle for center field. Ezekiel Tovar, our, our star shortstop. Of course. And, of course, Ryan McMahon, the third baseman. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, the Rockies seem to this year have... Uh, figured out ways to get guys up for awards. We saw, you know, in the All-Star game, we had the All-Star MVP, and now we've got some gold glove finalists. Um, it's It's... Funny because you see something like that where you say, okay, you've got three potential gold glove guys out there on the field, um, but then you also look at the record of the Rockies and the the lack mm -hmm. of success that they've had, and you start wondering if that's something that like, you know, isn't translating long term. But beyond anything else, the season's over. It's just good to see those guys have the opportunity to get some some hardware. And I think it's super hopeful, too, because it's like, oh, look, we've got some of the best pieces in yes. baseball right now. Young pieces, too. Yo yes. Y young pieces. Yeah. Something about that sounds wrong, but it's fine. We'll just yeah. uh, we'll acknowledge it. We'll move gonna past move, it. Move forward. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it, it is. It's the future of the Rockies and the fact that they've got some guys that have the ability to be consistent, uh, you know, on, mm -hmm. on the defensive side of things. You love to see that. And right now it just supports the pitching staff, which needs the most support so much in your support. Rockies organization. Mm -hmm. So the, when you have a, a young pitcher coming out and maybe pitching for the first time next year or, you know, really diving into their role in the Rockies lineup, um, having guys behind you in the field that you know are going to make the play 90 times out of 100, that is huge confidence booster for your young pitchers as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, especially up here at Altitude, we need uh, – Better defenders more than anyone. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, it's just confidence anyone. boosting for pitchers. Like if I know that if I get a guy to roll over to the shortstop, but it's 50-50 if my shortstop's going to be able to make a play, like I, I, it's just an added layer of mental struggle that you go through as a pitcher. So um, super cool that the Rockies get a chance to put some more hardware on the shelf. Super cool. We love hardware. We're going to talk about our rookie hardware in just a second, but let's talk about Ryan McMahon. This is his third consecutive season as a gold glove finalist at third base. And I think the biggest news, the big headline nationally is mm -hmm. that the, another very famous third baseman that was once a Rocky, Nolan Arenado, this is going to be his first year ever playing in the majors where he won't have the gold glove at the yeah. end of that season. Yeah. Never it, happened before. It, it, and, and it's, I think it was what, 10 seasons that he's been yeah. in, the, in the, in the league. Yeah. He has, that's a pretty impressive streak, first of all, but uh, the Rockies have done a good job really um, working through very successful third basemans, Ryan McMahon, mm -hmm. Nolan Arenado. Um, but yeah, Nolan Arenado, his first time not making it into the gold glove finalists. It's got to be a little weird uh, yeah. for him. He's got to be, I mean, we know how competitive he is. Yeah. He's got to just be 
punch in the wall or punch in the air at least like that's got to be so frustrating to be in a position like that where you were with the team you signed a big long thing you uh, wanted to trade and it became a whole a whole narrative yes, yes. And now, one, you totally, totally missed out on the postseason, not even close. Yep. And two, he didn't even have a good year for himself. He's got to be so frustrated right now. Yeah, and, I, and and you start to have these conversations, too, about is Nolan Arenado, Nolan Arenado starting to go on the downward slope in his career? Ooh. And, and, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know if we're all the way there yet, but like I said, he's been in the league for 10 years. There are guys who don't make it out of five years. Um, in the league, he's had a lot of success, and it, and it'll be interesting to see if his what next season looks like for him. Mm -hmm. But you start to pay attention to downward trends when guys get into this this part in their career. Uh, he reminds me a lot of, uh, and and I talk about this mentally as well. Uh, Madison Bumgarner, mm -hmm. I know different position entirely, but the mentality of Madison Bumgarner, I was watching say, him play they with have the Giants, that same like thing. It, it <laughs> is. It's a very intense work ethic, disciplined. Like I am serious about this. There isn't a lot of like we're going out to have fun. Like it is very serious. This is a job, and we work really hard for this. And so when we started seeing Madison Bumgarner go on that downward slope a little bit after he was traded from the Giants, he won all those World Series, um, it was hard for him. It is hard for him currently. He's still in the league. Um, and you see that frustration starting to kind of come out. Did he land anywhere this season? I because he got he got he was, DFA'd. You're you're right. So he might he might not have landed anywhere. I haven't paid, I haven't checked up on him recently. Um, but I just remember seeing that kind of um downfall from for Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. It, it, it happened pretty quick uh, for him. And I'm curious if we start to see shades of that from Nolan Arenado. Um, I don't think he's there yet. Bumgarner had, you know, been, and pitching is also a different Pitching's um, very different. Because very different. your body wears down a lot quicker than it does at third base. Mm -hmm. But um, I think we s might start having that conversation with Nolan Arenado if things continue to trend the way that they're trending. Correct. Um, I was just looking up to see if Madison Bumgarner ended up anywhere this season. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. But the Sam or um, SFGate.com. This is the headline. I'm just going to read you the headline because the headlines are my favorite. Okay. Brace yourself, Giants fans. Madison Bumgarner could get a World Series ring this year. So I guess this is under the pretense that if the Diamondbacks yeah. were to win the World Series. Technically, he could get a World Series ring because so he, he was part of that team. Yeah, he was on the roster enough to... I don't know what the threshold is. Um, I know it's different in every sport, too. Like, you know, basketball, you have to play, like, a certain amount of, of time out on the on the court. Oh, to get and it. it's... I, I don't know what it, that it, is it, in The baseball. team decides. It is the I, team, I'm pretty okay. sure the team can decide who, who gets a ring. And I think that... Yeah, I don't know. But... Um, I know uh, there was um, a player with the Braves a couple of years ago mm -hmm. who uh, I think came up, only recorded one out. And got a ring. And not even in a playoff game. Yeah. Like he recorded one out in a regular season game and then like maybe even got DFA'd or at least got sent right back down to AAA, but he got a World Series ring. Must have been a big out. Like, it wasn't. That's <laughs> like the thing. Like, it's yeah. just like he was there. Yeah. He participated in one out. His name was on the, you know, on the yeah. roster. Yeah. I mean, you think of it like, like for Bones Highland with the, the Nuggets, you know, he played for the first half of the season with the Nuggets, then got traded. And then the Nuggets went and won a championship. And there was that conversation of, are the players going to vote to, to allow Bones Highland to get 
a ring? And a lot of people said yes. A lot of people said no. Um, you know, and so that's the Did same conversation. I, I don't know. I don't know the update. I know, yeah. Alyssa, do you do any of those Nuggets shows? Did, have they talked about that? Yeah, I... I haven't I haven't seen anything on that, but that's the same kind of situation. So sure, if Bumgarner gets a ring, that you know, add it to your collection, but mm-hmm. not as much of a earned situation. I think he's the type of guy that would be a little, I don't know, would he turn down a, a World Series ring that he wasn't a part of because of the comp- competitiveness that he has? No, that his, would be crazy. Right, that's what that I'm saying. That would like, be crazy. There are, I will confirm, there are no rules about who gets a ring and who doesn't okay. get a ring. Like this, there are no formal rules. The team gets to decide. The team just gets to decide. Yeah. So I don't know. Who knows? Um, but the 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 Diamondbacks. They've got some work to do Yeah, if they're um, going to get to the World Series to begin with. I would say, I mean, this article that I'm looking at is from like three days ago. So obviously, you know, that was before the Phillies were up 2-0 in the series. In big fashion, of course. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know that he ended up anywhere. Um, Daniel Berry Sports Highlights. Yo. Yo, can you tell us if Madison Bumgarner pitched anywhere else this (laughs) year? Can we get our can we get our stats team on this real quick? Can you can you look it up? We can only do so much. Yeah. Um, you know what? We better shout out our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook right now because the lines have been popping. No, we love betting with DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this time of year, because we've got baseball, we've got football, things are heating up in all this postseason action. But also we got some good NFL stuff going on too. The NFL season going strong. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an even with an offer that's even stronger. Bet $5 on any game this week and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweeten, sweetener offer. A sweetener offer. A sweetener. For a sweetener. A little ooh. <laughs> um, every day this October. So get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Do it right now. And also remember to use code DNVR. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5 on the NFL. That's called code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay, play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction though. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one. Oh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Wow. See very specific. See <laughs> sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. And uh, my favorite natural resource here in Colorado is Breck Brew because they have been making just the most incredible beers here in Colorado for more than 30 years. And the beer of the month, still Broncos country. Okay. Still Broncos They're country. The only Broncos country riding high right now. Exactly. Yes. That is the highlight. The only highlight of it being Broncos <laughs> season right now is that we get to 
drink a bunch of Broncos Country yes. Pale Ale. Pints are $6 here at the DNVR Bar right now, and it's new recipe this season. So if you've tried it in the past, try it again. I think it, it's fantastic this year. So I, I, I vouch for it. Okay. I vouch for it. Take your word for it. Take my word for it. But yeah, don't forget, they've got the Avalanche Amber Ale. They've got the Mile High City. They've got the Fun Slinger. They have Good Company Hard Seltzer. Oh, and we are getting back on the mountain and celebrating a full year of Fun Slinger on November 3rd with Monkey Barrel. So opening day parking lot party. Where's this parking lot party? At the Broncos? In Breck? I need some more information. Oh, wow. There's an opening day. Pa- there's an opening day party um, uh, on November third. Doors open at five o'clock, but the first hundred guests get a f- guests get a free fun slinger logger. And Breck will be giving away 2023 Never Summer Artist Series snowboard. Those are always really cool. Those are really cool. Those are. Those are crazy. I yeah, I think I saw whoever won it last year took a picture of it, and it those are sweet. I'm pretty jealous. Yeah, no, those are sick. Uh, but yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, but yeah, go to breckbrew.com to find out uh, where you can find a Breck brew near you. There you go. That's all. Sweet. That's all. We love our Breck. We do. We do. That avalanche amber is. Ooh, that is good. That's my go-to. That is good. Let's, um, uh, we got a little, um, I think we got a little off the rails talking about the gold glove stuff, but let's talk about, let's talk about Ezekiel Tovar because he is a prospect that we have been talking about for such a long time. And now here he is. He just finished his full first season, barely missed a day. Also had a whole ass kid. Yeah. (laughs) Huge. 22 years old, turned 22 during this season. Good for him. Good Man, for him. he making is making changes in his life. Making cha- yeah, yeah, like big changes. <laughs> He's you have made a kid during the season. And you're 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 on a potential Gold Glove winning season. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge, and that's huge for the confidence of young of young players as mm-hmm. well. Because like, don't get me wrong, you know, I mean, having a good season is is good when you're young, even if you're just being consistent and um, you know, playing better every day, but. To be able to get recognized for the talent that you've put out on the field and the hard work that you've put to get there, huge confidence builder. He is going to be fun to watch. He is going to be fun to watch for years to come. But yeah, he's tied with Bretton Doyle for team lead with 2.2 D war, uh, which is actually the 10th best in the majors. Mm. And it's the second highest for a rookie. He's only behind, uh, the Yankees, Anthony Volpe. Of course. Their, their own child wonder. <laughs> yes, yes. And Volpe is a good, very good defender. But um, yeah, it's just, it, it. those are the type of pieces for the Rockies. You start seeing some of those young guys and you feel confident about where the program is going. Um, obviously, there's still a lot of pieces left. There's a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also see that, and this is a totally different conversation within itself, but you know, when you get young guys who are starting to find their stride and, and, and you getting that hardware under their belt, uh, they build value as well if you wanted to down the road use them to get other pieces. So if yes. the Rockies look at their lineup and say, we actually feel confident about where we're at defensively, we need to work on some pitching, get some more prospects of pitching or or hitting, um, you've got 
play you've got people on your team that have value that you can go and trade for and mm -hmm. get other things for so um for me all around whether whether tovar stays a rocky which obviously we would love because he's playing well um or ends up being a piece that gets you other um valuable pieces mm -hmm. it's good to have him on your program you know what i would doubt that the rockies would ever get rid of him because they have hoarder energy they do once they have something good keep it they pretty much won't let it go unless it's no unless Arnado it's like in Story. the most hilarious worst way possible. Yes. <laughs> it's it's all know. or nothing. Who's got the last lap? Look at all these gold glove yeah, yeah, finalists. Right? Our we third have. baseman has a gold glove potential. Does yours? Uh, Arizona. Yeah. 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 We don't, I don't know. know. Uh, and we then, of course, know. Bretton Doyle also nominated for nominated, also a finalist uh, in center field. His first. Uh, his first uh, nod at that, too. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. Uh, but, yeah, we've watched his arm out there. He has had some incredible assists. He's had some really hard throws. Uh, and then him and Nolan Jones out there, too, have just been such a fun fun tag team. Yeah. Lockdown defense for the Rockies. Um, defense is not their problem right now. So it's good to it's good to be aware of that for management and ownership to, see, to look at it and say, okay, on paper, defense. Not to say you want to forget about it, but you know, they're doing good. We're, mm -hmm. we're okay with them. we got to focus on the other parts of the team. Exactly. I'm looking at the uh, numbers that the Rockies sent out yesterday with this. Um, uh, yeah, he's got, he was, he was good. He was, he was pretty damn good. He was good. He was pretty, <laughs> he damn, was pretty good. damn good. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, the overall summary of it. The overall summary. Uh, yeah, guys, if you're in the chat right now, uh, if you've got comments, questions, if you want to drop us a like, if you want to subscribe to the channel, ah, all of the above, all of the above, you can do all of those right now, but yeah, a fun time, some fun, um, little, uh, you know, yeah. acknowledgement it's, it's for these players. It is. And it's good because the Rockies are not in the postseason right now. So you, you're in this period where give you, me something. Yeah, you're like, yeah, literally give me anything. Uh, Rockies wise, especially positive Rockies stuff, not like, oh, we just made a terrible trade or, oh, we just did this and we lost this person. So and so got injured. Like, no, these are good things happening for the Rockies, um, reaffirming what we already knew was true, that we have some good position players. Um, and now we just get to go enjoy some some good postseason baseball. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Two, two good games tonight. Two really fun games tonight, too. Yeah, of course, the Phillies and Diamondbacks will be playing at 3 o'clock Mountain Time. Mm -hmm. And then the Astros and Rangers are the later game. That was a wild game last night. Did you catch that? I, I, I didn't catch all of it. I caught some of the highlights, but it was a wild game. I was excited to see Scherzer out there on the mound again, and it wasn't his game. Someone was, you're the only person who was excited to see, see just, Scherzer out there. I, I just was, I was just looking forward to seeing, you know, how he bounced back and, and you know what? I, I, I he bounced, I'm, but maybe I don't, not back. I'm not trying to be rude. Of course. Like I, you know, want the best for him. Yeah. He's a, he's a great competitor. One of the greatest pitchers of our lifetime right now. Um, but he did not have it last no, night. No, he did not. No, he gave up five earned runs. If I, if I remember correctly. And, um, yeah, it was not a, not a good look for, for Scherzer tough coming back into a big situation like that against a very good Astros team although I hate to give them credit um it's tough to jump right back into the fire like that after you know taking some time off um I'm looking up so I can see his pitching line but uh I love the headlines as you know New York Post headline Max Scherzer shelled in disaster ALCS game three okay I think that's a little dramatic um Maybe I like defectors headline more like Min Scherzer Get it? Mm, okay. Max, yes. Min. Ha. I see what y'all did there. 
Um, yeah, Scherzer, four innings pitched, five hits, five earned runs, one walk, and four strikeouts. The four strikeouts are good. Uh, you're averaging, you know, a little less than a strikeout per inning, but five earned runs. Yeah, gotta gotta figure that out. Yeah, the return of Max Scherzer did not go as well as the Rangers had hoped. That was their first loss this postseason. Mm-hmm. They had been on a freaking run, seven straight postseason wins. That great for them. They. We, I, I talked about this on Tuesday, though. They're so streaky. They're such they a streaky team. It's crazy to me that the Mariners almost knocked the the Rangers out of postseason contention. I mean, the, yeah. that AL that that American League wild card race and even just division race, the AL West was insane at the end of the season. The Rangers were in a position where they could have actually not made it to the playoffs if some pieces had fallen. And in, we saw that exactly with Seattle, with Seattle, where they had a great record. They had a better record than the Twins, and the yeah. Twins, of course, won their division yeah. because the AL Central is was bullshit. garbage, yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, no, it was such a weird ending to that, that division, um, and the Rangers just happened to kind of put things together when it mattered. Um, but I agree. I just feel like the Rangers are way too streaky. Um, I think one of the things that might help save them a little bit, obviously they have good talent. Um, but I think, you know, Bruce Bochy, he's been here. He knows how to coach in big situations like this. I am always someone to root for Bruce Bochy. He has given me my entire childhood worth of world series when I was uh, growing up on the West coast with the giants. (laughs) So I have nothing bad to say about Bruce Bochy. Um, and I hate the Astros. So it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a double threat against them. You know what? Uh, well, I definitely am not fond of the Astros for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. especially last year. Of course. When they beat the Phillies in the World Series. Uh, you've got two legendary, man. You've got like 100 years of baseball experience between Bruce Bochy <laughs> like yeah. and Dusty Baker yeah. managing these two teams in the series right yeah. now. And Bruce Bochy, although when he was coaching at the time, it would they were not affiliated with the Rockies, but he started his coaching career with the Spokane Indians. No. The Rockies, now Rockies affiliate. So Bruce Bochy was a Spokane Indians manager way back in the day. Spokane Indians legend. Spokane Indians legend, Bruce Bochy. Although at the time they were connected (laughs) to the Rangers organization, which now he's involved in. Full circle. um, Yeah, totally full circle for him. Yeah, what a funny, what a little connection there. Totally. Let's, uh, Let's connect with... Our friends at Kind Love for just a second, shall we? Yeah. Oh, we love connecting. Shall with kind we? Love. Let's connect with some immaculate freaking vibes. Have you tried the immaculate vibes custom no, joint? But I, yet? it was all over Twitter the other day, and I'm like, <laughs> "What the hell is happening?" And Marissa texts me, and she's like, "Babe, we just released a joint," and I'm like, "Let's go." So yes, uh, Kind Love and DNVR collab. The collab we didn't know we needed. But it is real. This is cool. This is something that I know we've been working on for a long time. We've been dying to have our own, uh, our own line of weed. Yes. And it's so who isn't? Who who? That's the dream. <laughs> yes. Like we're living the dream here at DNVR, where we get to have custom joint packs. That's very from special. work. No, these are great though. Uh, the packs are so cute. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can. They're cute. I like. I think. Packaging is really fun. Uh, you get five, five little joints in there. Uh, it's available in Indica and Sativa. And the DNVR discount code applies. You're getting 25% off if you mention DNVR or if you're doing an online order. I think you can put that code in online. But visit their stores. They've got uh, the one in Cherry Creek that's near the PetSmart and the Target, that one that's off of Alameda. Um, or you can go to their store in North Denver, but mention DNVR. You're getting the DNVR listener exclusive discount of of 25% off 
of Immaculate Vibes, that joint pack, All Kind Love Flower, pre-rolls, and their Turbo Joint line. And guys, we know the Turbo Joint be turboing. <laughs> yes. We do know is. all about it. It still scares me to death. It should, it should scare you. you <laughs> no, no, don't, don't fear it. Just respect it. Just respect <laughs> just it. Yes, respect yes. It. <laughs> no fear, just respect. <laughs> but yeah, you can visit uh, their website, kindlove.com, to check out their extensive menu, or you can place an order online. But whatever you're doing, make sure you use code DNVR. Let's talk about the an- another pitcher who pitched for the Rangers last night, John Gray, Rocky's actual legend. Yes. John Gray, who left us here in Colorado all too soon. Still a really nice guy. Still a guy that I root for. And I, I feel like I'm... Not in the minority here. No, yeah, not <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he seems like a really John good Gray. guy. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately for him, though, not a good outing as well. Similar to Scherzer, he just had, I think it was one inning pitched. Yeah, so uh, two uh, earned well, runs. Exactly, one inning pitched, just one earned one. run. One, uh, two hits, one earned run, uh, one walk, one strikeout. So not like a total disaster, but the Rangers didn't need that. They didn't have the cushioning. Like if this no. happened in one of their games in Houston where they were just bowling over the Astros, we wouldn't be talking about yeah. this this much. But yeah, John Gray, first appearance back off the IL. Um, and Bruce Bochy said, of course, he's just not quite ready to start. He's not stretched out as a starter, but the way he's been throwing, he's like, oh, he can definitely contribute out of the bullpen. Clearly, it just was not enough of a contribution because, um, I mean, he doesn't give up that one run. It's a much closer game. Yeah, and it changes the mentality for the hitters, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's it's tough when you're in that situation. We talk about Scherzer kind of getting put right back into the fire after coming off of an injury. Same thing for John Gray. I mean, your team's in that game. They were mm-hmm. not out of the game at all. Um, and you come in and you, you've you got to go, you know, get get through the inning, give up a run. Even just one run in a tight game like that is is one too many. One um, too so you many. So you know, you're kick, you, you know he's kicking himself for that one. But uh, it's tough. You're coming back out of an injury. You come back off a little break. Um, you and you're coming gotta, into just this very this intense, intense situation. Yeah, of course. This is as big as it gets. Um, the good thing for him, he's got the experience under his belt to, to I think, mentally know how to bounce back from something yeah. like that. It's not like this is the first time it's that's happened. It's not his first rodeo. No, it's not. And so um, I don't see it being a problem for him. I just, you know, hopefully he can come back and have a better outing his second time. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so, too. Rooting for this guy. I, yeah, I'm all in on the Rangers. Mm-hmm. I, I know the Astros are really good. And I, I, to be honest, I think the Astros are a better team. Um, but I just think the, the, the Rangers, I just have more love for the guys on the Rangers, the manager of the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... I have a better feeling about the Rangers personally I think than the, I do with the, the Astros. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think like we're all just like, this is also the seventh consecutive Astros trip to the ALCS. Yeah, we're kind it. of over it. I'm, yeah, so We're so it. bored. This is the Golden State Warriors, you know, going back to the mm. NBA championship for the a bajillionth time. And you're like, all right, we get it. They're good. Steph Curry we can hit shots. It. Yes, we get it. <laughs> we get it. Jose, Jose Altuve hits home runs and he's like five foot one. It's nothing new, you know. We'll just continue to watch that happen. I, and don't get me wrong; the Astros are fun Justi- to watch. Justice for that short king. Yeah, I, like good for him, man. Like I, I always thought I've always thought I was short, and so you know, good for him. How but tall are you? I'm five ten. So I, you're you know. not, you're not short enough to be a short king. No, no, I'm not. I'm like right in the middle where you're like. But you're eh. not tall enough to crush it on dating apps. Thank Correct. God you're married. Yes, yes, no, and not tall enough to go throw ninety seven with a two seam off the mound either. <laughs> 
I was a little <laughs> bummed about that. The doctor actually told me I was born. I was 10 pounds when I came out of my mother. God bless and, your mother. Yeah. And the doctor said, okay, he's growing up. He's, he's getting pretty big. He's supposed to be six foot five. That was what I was no. told. Six foot five. I was this tall when I was 12 years old. And you probably thought, all and right. And I thought, yep, here we go. My mom's getting me ready for, for you know, scholarships. And, uh, no. and I stopped growing from 12 you, years on, 12 years old on. Did you not drink enough milk? I, I didn't probably. Um, no, I, wow. I did stop drinking milk. My dad is also the same height as me. So we think I just grew you just, really quickly um, um hmm. but yeah i know for my entire life up until i was 12 i was told that i was going to be six five and then i didn't even eclipse six feet and that was a bit of a letdown that's so. tough i don't there's so many stories where like doctors will be like oh yeah they're gonna be this tall they're gonna be that tall like i've known guys who are like the doctor said i was supposed to be six feet tall and i'm 5 11 yeah well i mean <laughs> like my dad literally put me at first base when i was a kid because he's like well you're gonna be six five like you need to be playing a tall person's position and so he put me oh at first base and pitcher and then I, the minute everyone else started catching up to me, they were like, well, you're fast, so we'll put you in the outfield instead. You know, so yeah, it was a, it was a whole, wow. it was an emotional roller coaster for me growing everyone up. Everyone has uh, a struggle, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So how, Jose Altuve, props to you for just making it happen, um, being short and doing it, but I just don't, I don't have any desire <laughs> how do those, to. How do those little legs of <laughs> yeah, his move right, so right. fast? It's like when Marissa tells me she played college <laughs> basketball. I'm like, you played college basketball? You're like, Five three, come on. I was gonna say, yeah, Marissa's not tall, but like Marissa is like the most athletic person I've ever met she's, in my yeah, entire she's a scary. life. She, she's that's how we that's how we met. She kicked terrifying. my ass in a basketball one on one basketball game. And I'm like, I cannot let this happen. <laughs> and so we kept playing, and she still kept winning, and now we're married. Listen, so. height's not height is no factor. Yeah, one of not. my one of my closest friends is like I think not even five two, and she was the star of wow. her high school basketball team. Really? Wow. In Minnesota. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It's putting some Minnesota pride out there. Pride of the Minnesota. Pride of Lonsdale, Min <laughs> Pride of Lonsdale Minnesota. Aaron Bestier, everyone. Oh, that's funny. That's good. Uh, Marissa's also still watching, by the way. My attitude is tall. I'm 5'6". That's very true. Her attitude is know much taller. How tall your wife is? Five six. Oof, maybe on a good <laughs> Man, day. That's the. That's like how they put. You know, like in high school, they put your. Oh, he's like they said I was six feet when I was on my high school roster, and I'm like, okay, come on, calm down. That's Marissa. She's really five three. <laughs> five six. That's her high school roster saying that. I have to say, I feel like the Diamondbacks actually have so many short players on their team. They do. It's true. They Now that you say that. They, they have they, so many yeah. short kings, as they I do. like to call them. Baseball, you can get away with being shorter. I mean, I, I played into college. Yeah. Like, you can get away with being shorter. Uh, actually, a lot of my friends who went on to play D1 college baseball or pro baseball um, were middle infielders, short, you know, 5'9", middle infielders who were just quick as hell. Um, so yeah, baseball, you can get away with being a lot, lot smaller. You can get away with it. Yeah. So, all right. I'm looking at their pictures, their pictures. Well, I feel like also, so they look so short when we're watching them, like, you know, play at Coors Field, but also I was down in Albuquerque right before Jordan Lawler got called up. So I got to watch him play against Albuquerque for the, was it El Paso? That's no. Who's their team? Who's their AAA team? It's El Paso. Who? No, Who? Uh, the Diamondbacks. It's a, that's El Paso. Yeah, it's yeah. El Paso. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, thank you. But um, all right, I'm looking at. Okay, so they're catchers. All right, it's yeah, you fives. know, a lot of yeah, we got five ten, five eleven, five eleven. Infielders five eleven, five ten. Oh, here the outfielders. This is what kills me. Um, uh, five five, five ten, five six. 
5'11". I mean, there's a lot more fives than there are sixes. There's a lot. There's a lot. And like even like like Christian Walker, six feet. Is he really six feet? But, but also like, again, with the people who I'm seeing that are 5'11s, even 5'10s, but especially 5'11s, like mm-hmm. put them at six foot. Come on. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> If I'm five eleven and, and you don't 11, put me at six feet tall, that means they're so not even close to six <laughs> yeah, feet. That's, that's why they're not at they're six five, feet. They're five seven. They're you know? five seven. <laughs> yeah, like Corbin Carroll. Though. They're already rounding up. Corbin Carroll, freaking five ten. Yeah. Outfielder. Yeah. Can't reach anything. No, he's yeah. been great. He's incredible. What a let's bring it back to Jose Altuve though. In um this uh <laughs> ALCS, they were mentioning on the broadcast last night, oh, you know, he missed the start of the season with a broken hand. And I'm like, mm, please come on, mention Daniel Bard. Yeah. Mention Daniel Bard breaking his hand. They didn't mention it. No, of course not. Of course not. They they wouldn't give us that love. Uh, yeah, but God I mean, forbid. he's he's fine now. He has, he's got no problems now. He's Jose Altuve fine. Is he is just fine. Just fine. <laughs> unfortunately, just I hate to fine. see it because I'm just tired of the Astros being the Astros. But looks like they're going to be good for a little bit more. I was I was glad to see you know Correa out there um, doing well when he was when he was still playing against the Astros. But that was fun. That, that was, was fun. fun. Seeing Correa go out against his old team, but in the end, the Astros took the uh, took the win. Yes. Um, you think the Astros are the better team in this uh, in this series? Uh, on paper, yes. I do think the Astros are the better team. Um, I just think the Rangers have, like you said, they fluctuate. I think the Rangers mm-hmm. can be a better team, but they just haven't shown that they're, they've, can, they can sustain that yeah. uh, like and they, the Astros have. Yeah. Sorry to over-talk you, but um, yeah, they were at the top of that division for most of the season. Yeah. And it was theirs to lose. And, you know, we said how they fluctuate. Yeah. They fluctuated at the wrong time. The Astros got it together at the right time. And somehow the Astros ended up winning the division. It, yeah. That that AL West situation was so crazy this season. It is. And it, it, it's funny because you just, it, it, you know, you see positions or you see uh, divisions like the set, like the AL Central, where you're mm-hmm. just like, what a garbage division, you know, that are that are just someone has to win those divisions. And then you see things like the NL West, the AL West, where you're like, what is happening here? You know, mm-hmm. like there's so much going on in the midst of all that. There's so many good teams. Um, and it's just, someone has to win. Um, and the Rangers were in there, the Mariners. I'm surprised that the Mariners didn't, you know, play better consistently. They still have a lot of work to do, but they could have easily taken that division if they had played, I think up to their standards. Yeah. Um, and then the Astros too, just playing great baseball. That's a tough, tough division to play in right now. Yeah. And like you said, someone has to win. Someone does have to win. It could be you. If you go with Bacchus and Shanker. Woo. All right. So if you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help because Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They have been helping those who are seriously injured in accidents in Colorado for more than 25 years, and it's totally free until they win money in your case. So you can give them a call and ask them questions. They're not charging you a freaking dime, but they've won more than a billion dollars for their clients in Colorado. Plus they've got more than 30 lawyers, more than a hundred staff. So you've got a lot of people in your court for you. So Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you are injured at work. Give them a call today at 222-2222. All too lows. Find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. They do. Who do you think wins tonight? 
Thursday. Ooh, Thursday night here. Thursday Who is night. taking each of these games? Uh, okay. Well, first of all, the Phillies are unstoppable right now. Um, and I know, I know, yeah, sure. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> but the, the, the Diamondbacks, although they have talent, they are a very good team, and I think they're not a team to fall asleep on at all. Mm-mm. No, the no, Phillies very talented. Have, the Phillies have 1,000% of the momentum in this series. I don't care if you're going into Phoenix to play on the road. The Phillies are crushing the baseball right now. How? Also, we got to talk about the fan aspect because that's been such an important piece of the conversation, yeah, too. The fans have been such an important part of uh, how the Phillies have played this season. It's mm-hmm. been a really weird season in Philly to say the least. But when I hear people saying, no, like the Phillies don't have that much of a home field advantage. Like, no, like all playoff environments are crazy. They're all loud. They're all this, they're all that. I'm like, okay, you, there's so much demand to go to these postseason games in Philly. Those games are hundreds of dollars per ticket right now in Arizona. Those tickets are going for less than $10 for an NLCS game. Yeah. That is actually like so embarrassing. That's, sad. That's so ups- that is embarrassing. Like if you are an Arizona fan, you cannot look me in the eye and say, "No, we're just as good of fans as any other city." No, you're not, because there's no freaking demand for your tickets right it's, now. It's so weird because Arizona is a baseball state. Um, anytime you you play baseball and you mm-hmm. go travel to Arizona, like the best baseball players come from. Three states, Arizona, Texas, and California. Mm-hmm. That's the best places to, yeah. to get baseball players when you're going through young prospects and uh, people growing up. And so there's a ton of baseball fans, people in the state of Arizona. I have no idea why. I don't know if it's because the Phillies are just rocking the Diamondbacks mm-hmm. early or if it's just a lack of demand. You, I think this, it's very similar to like Miami because Miami is another place where you've got a huge demand for baseball or at least baseball fans. But then... The Marlins can't get people to show up to any of their games. Not, you know, Tampa yeah. Bay, same situation. Um, and so, I mean, they they fill that they fill those stadiums more for the World Baseball Classic when you got Team Venezuela playing Dominican Republic. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what the difference is. I I am floored by the lack of support for the Diamondbacks. Um, but if you've been watching anything, if you've even turned on a a, a moment of the Phillies games in Philadelphia. There's no question that the Phillies have the best home field advantage out of any team mm-hmm. left still playing right now. Yeah, there's certainly nothing like it. I lived it, I can tell you. I will say, though, some players did compare the Phillies postseason environment, that level of noise, to the World Baseball Classic because yes. that really was such a crazy time. Who was it that Who is it that came in? the? I think it was in a similar conversation post-game that was taking shots at the the postseason environment in Philly. It was, hmm. I think, it was one of the guys uh, on the Diamondbacks who was saying like, "Ah, it's not that bad. I've I've played in worse or something like that." I don't remember what it was, but you can't you can't say that kind of stuff. No, because I'm can't. like, what are you talking about? Like, where, I'm where not have out you there, played? Yeah, that that, that <laughs> was literally my question, and, I, and like I said, I'm not recalling who it was, but it was one of the Diamondbacks. I think it was a pitcher who said something along the lines of like, "I've played in louder, and it's not that as bad as people are saying." And everyone was just roasting him on Twitter because you're just like, where? Like, what what are you talking about, man? Like, I'm not out there on the field, so I can't speak as a player, but I would not want to play against the Phillies Mm -hmm. in Philadelphia. Yeah, I wonder, I do wonder. I know, like, all the, like, TV stations in Philly did their stories on, like, you know, they were at the airport, like, looking for people who were going to Arizona Mm, for the game. MOS, gotta love it. Love a good MOS. Mm -hmm. 
love love our TV jargon. What? <laughs> yes, what? Chef's kiss. <laughs> not traumatizing at all. No, not I'm bringing totally up old fine. PTSD memories. No. <laughs> Not at all. No, they were like, you know, doing the thing where they were at the, <laughs> the morning shows at the airport. But oh like, honestly, like it's probably cheaper to get a flight to Arizona. You hop, hop on like a Frontier or a Spirit flight, like bring no luggage with you, yeah. fly out, spend $8 on a ticket. Unreal. Fly on back. That's probably cheaper. It's more expensive to go to a Rockies game in the middle of july in, at coors field than it is to go to the nlcs in in, in arizona also one of the things that's that, sad that is that's so sad that is embarrassing that is embarrassing and also props to you rockies for having a nice stadium to let us enjoy baseball we, yes we um, love course but we already knew that so yes. uh, the other thing too is okay if the phillies go and win the next two games in arizona they sweep they will win in arizona how quick how quick do you think they end up in that pool in center field after after a victory well you know what um well, I, we, that has we, to be the first place they go we saw how fast uh those tiny little diamondbacks players got in the pool <laughs> <Those tiny laughs> little jumping little, over the wall those and stuff. short king those, diamondback players legs. yes uh, so i think you know even faster than the d-backs that, that team is the that got first in there. place that they are going to be <laughs> if the phillies win in arizona it's it's like you know it's like they're filling or, the pool with tequila. Yep, it's, it's like Stanford players hitting the Shador after they beat CU. It's the same thing when you got a pool in your backyard, your opposing team beats you on your home turf. That's where they're gonna be. Yeah, no, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to these games. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap up this show though. We got everything in, right? I think Something we did. Like we, you know what? We did. I think we had some great baseball conversation today. We did. We did. I didn't talk about how much the Dodgers suck, but it, you know, to be honest, that's a conversation we can have anytime. The Dodgers just suck. And I, I, you know, I, I'm glad they lost this year because I think, you know, we talked about the downfall of, of Nolan Arenado. Is this the end of his reign? I think we're starting to see the Dodgers go on the other side of that, mm. that, that hump. They've been going up for a while. They hit that world series. They, they won that Kershaw's getting mm, hit or miss right now. Oh, man. Mookie Betts is getting a little bit older, although he's still very good. Um, Turner, same thing. I think we're starting to see the Dodgers decline. That was all I was going to say. Hopefully that bode, bodes well for the Rockies as they start to really ramp up. Knock on wood. It can only mean good things for the Rockies, right? But I will say, um, or I will ask rather, next time you come on the show, I would love a PowerPoint. Okay. A PowerPoint mixed why in. Why exactly and, yes. the Dodgers suck? Um, I would love that. I will I'll bring some like folding boards as well. And you know, I want a school project. I want yes. like a science yes. fair level. The trifold just sitting out here. <laughs> the trifold. I'll have a little uh, a little laser pointer that I will circle <laughs> things with. Yeah. Can, Alyssa, can we get something like a screen where I can actually like draw on the screen like they do for the NFL games and, yeah. you know, color it? Yeah, I'll do that. We'll do that. That's it's a deal. That's a deal. I love it. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Christian, where can we follow you on social media so we can follow all of the broadcasts you have coming up yeah. and all of your baseball commentary? Of course. Yeah. At CJJ Saez on Twitter. And like you said, got a lot of broadcasts coming up. And mm -hmm. um, and then this is great time for baseball. I'll be watching all the good, good baseball happening. Yes, yes. Alyssa, where can we follow you? Her mic's not plugged in. No, don't no. follow her. <laughs> don't follow her. Don't follow she, her. Don't, just don't. Later. Don't. You, <laughs> you don't get to. Alyssa She's doesn't ours. need more followers. <laughs> She's ours. She has enough. <laughs> you will just be tweeting into a vacuum. Yes, do you even, of course. Do you even tweet? Sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she works too hard. She works too hard. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I do want to get to 1,000 followers. I'm at like 7-something. She's a... Uh, 
we'll, we'll throw a party. Says, okay. You know what? I will retweet something of Alyssa so you guys can follow her and get her to a thousand followers. I think she deserves a thousand that. thousand followers after a Susie retweet. Boom. Instant. I would hope so. I would hope so. Pay her for it. You should start getting some, some revenue from that. Yeah, I, I get a little revenue from Twitter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I get you were saying that. You, you, I get don't you like break even from that? Because you, you know. Yeah, I'm more for, than break even. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Nice. God. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> That's a goal. That's a goal. It's kind of nice. It's the only good thing about Elon is yeah, that uh, now I make a little money off make of Twitter. A little, make a little money, right? Make a little money. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, you can uh, follow all of the, you know, latest Rockies news and all of the, you know, little moments where we make the postseason about the Rockies. You can follow all of that at DNVR underscore Rockies. You can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And Christian, do you know... Bud Black's famous saying that I like to say when closing out a show. Mm-mm, I do not know. I say, fuck it, we ball. And I will be back here at 4.30, right here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel. Talk to you then. We all silly like the mayor.